The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome one and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, appropriately, September 3rd, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and... Um, I hope you're. I hope you're getting through whatever you got to watch on Netflix. Yeah, that that can be a taxing feeling, right? It's like, man, I gotta finish this. You know, I am so behind on so many different things, um, such as life, such as the way things go. But uh, hopefully, you're making it through your to do list uh, in that capacity, and all of your to do lists. Um, we are a week. We are one week. We are seven days away. Shout out to the ring um, from. NFL regular season football. That's right. The Kansas City Chiefs and Houston Texans will play next Thursday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very excited about that. Very excited about some other stuff. Like I know I've been teasing this. Um, I think we'll be able to talk about it tomorrow potentially, uh, but very excited about some podcast-related stuff coming up, uh, so uh, just just be on the lookout, that's all I'm saying, just be on the lookout. Later on today, by the way, you will have a new episode of Broadcasting the Boys, Ari Temkin, Roy White, getting you set on the subject of 53-man rosters, that's kind of what everybody's talking about right now. Uh, we had a 53-man roster prediction from Talking the Star on Wednesday, and I know that we teased that we would do a 53-man roster on today's episode of the Ocho, but we'll actually save it, we'll save it for tomorrow, uh, because there's some things we have to get through some things we have to discuss uh some roster trim downs actually for the Dallas Cowboys already um let's go ahead and, and let's just dive in right like let's put the goggles on and you know dump on in but anyway um so the Cowboys have announced seven roster moves um they started off with 80 players obviously like everybody else normally if you're new to the NFL there would be 90 players on teams at this point in time but the NFL had every team trimmed down to 80 to comply with COVID-19 protocols so the Cowboys have to get rid of 27 players to get down to the 53-man roster that we've all known forever, and um, they've already moved on from seven. Adam Redman and Clayton Thorson were the first two names to be reported, first reported by ESPN. Devin Smith, later on reported by Dal- uh, the Dallas Morning News, excuse me, Pace Murphy and Charlie Tamalpeo, I always uh, butcher his name, so apologies to Charlie, also moved on from by the Cowboys, according to ESPN. Mitch Hyatt and Wyatt Miller were listed as waived and injured, uh, so that is our seven names that we have 
gotten to for the Dallas Cowboys. We do, by the way, have a full tracker available for you if you're ever wondering who's been cut, who's been released, who's been moved on from, etc. Uh, did I miss a name? Whatever. Just head on over to blogontheboys.com. We have a tracker available for you right there at the homepage. Uh, it is constantly refreshed, constantly updated so that you don't miss a single thing. We do trackers when things like this happen. Uh, so the Cowboys have 20 names to go. And you know, it's it's always hard to get to 53 players. It's always hard to say goodbye to players. Um, I think, I mean, so, some of these are, with all due respect, not surprising. Clayton Thorson wasn't going to make this roster, for example. I think people were surprised at the Adam Redmond uh, release just because it it does make sense that the Cowboys would go a little bit heavier along the offensive line, certainly. Uh, and so it's kind of hard to see how Adam Redmond couldn't be one of the team's best 10 offensive linemen, right? Uh, but nevertheless, he has been moved on from Devin Smith, a favorite of many. Uh, certainly somebody who had a a shining moment in 2019 in Washington. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, I... This has been discussed a lot. I, I think the Cowboys receiver group is obviously very good, and we all know it's very good at the top, but I, I really think one to five, if they're planning on going with five, and I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, uh, although we'll talk about Amari Cooper here in a second, but you've got Amari, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and then we've talked Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown have kind of cemented themselves as number four, numbers four and five, excuse me. Um, I think Devin Smith would have been a candidate to be number six, maybe John V. Johnson. I know we've talked about Ventel Bryant, uh, but Devin Smith, um, you know, man, uh, all the best to him. Um, again, n- none of these names really surprising. I know a lot of people have had a lot of hope for a while now for Mitch Hyatt, uh, but just, you know, didn't materialize. And, and I think, you know, sometimes you think it's going to, sometimes you try to will it into existence, but um, sometimes it just ultimately doesn't kind of land. And that's what happened with Mitch Hyatt. So the Cowboys now um, have seven players again gone. They have 20 more to go. Uh, and so we'll see what happens uh, between now and roster cutdowns have to be official on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. That's 3 p.m. Central time. And so at that point in time, the Dallas Cowboys will have to have their final 53. Uh, the 24 hours after that will obviously be very interesting from a claims perspective and whatnot um so we'll see if the cowboys make any last second adjustments maybe if they make any last second trades we've seen them do that before uh benabe and wickery uh was a name they went and got you know late at the deadline and things like that but either way the cowboys um no, no real surprises again some some mild ones but no real whoa can't believe that um for me um this isn't like a fun topic but the if you were to ask someone what's what's the biggest sort of roster cut you know you've seen in the last five years from the Dallas Cowboys I think the answer is unquestionably Dan Bailey that was really shocking two years ago and so I don't think we'll get anything like that um so um you know we'll see but we're a couple of days away and uh we'll keep you updated of course as mentioned at blogandtheboys.com now I mentioned we would get to Amari Cooper um Mike McCarthy did speak on Wednesday we also recap those for you every day at blogandtheboys.com so you can read uh a full recap of what Mike McCarthy had to say. And he really did not have much to say on Amari. Um, This has been such a curious topic, uh, perhaps a troubling topic, a nerve-wracking topic for some, uh, because there hasn't been or there haven't been any reports or anything of Amari Cooper being injured, but there's been uh, suspicion, I suppose. You know, why is he being held out? Why isn't he doing this? And obviously nobody really got to see anything from the blue and white scrimmage. Uh, Mike McCarthy was asked on Wednesday if Amari Cooper was dealing with anything, and he said no. I mean, uh, he talked about how there's mathematics involved with everything, um, and there are things that go into how the Cowboys have certain players practice, you know, how old they are, how long they've been in the NFL, etc., and uh, 
Um, I think it's worth mentioning that many people, including players that have played for Mike McCarthy in the past, have noted how good Mike McCarthy is at taking care of his players and their bodies. We, we even heard Everson Griffin talk about that when he first joined the Cowboys, that he heard that. And so maybe this is Mike McCarthy doing that. Uh, but he was pressed uh, whether Amari Cooper is dealing with an injury or not. And he said, it's training camp. Everybody's dealing with something, which, I mean... Um, I, I mean, I don't know if that makes you feel better, uh, but, um, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's a, a huge concern, but it's worth it's worth saying that it's apparently a thing, a uh, small thing maybe, but um, just, you know, we'll, of course, keep you updated on that as well. But I, I'm not worried. Um, but I mean, I think I think part of what the problem, if you want to call it that, that we're all dealing with in terms of the Amari thing is the Amari thing is happening at a time where we are fully realizing what the new reality is for the Dallas Cowboys in terms of we are not going to get any information. <laughs> and so um, we're used to uh, the way that things have operated for a while now, especially I, I think it, you know, and maybe I'm getting a little too existential now, but, you know, Jason Garrett was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys for a decade, right? You know, became the full-time head coach in 2011. When you consider you know, what happened between 2011 and 2019, and, you know, the, obviously the time frame that he was the full-time head coach, I mean, the, the way we consume information has dramatically changed, or or I should say dramatically changed in that time period. Think about it. I mean, like, now we're all on Twitter and, and Instagram and everything, and those types of things didn't exist, you know, a while back. And I don't even want, I'm not trying to get all old head here, like, that didn't exist back in the day. I'm talking about like, even in like 2013, you know, I know Twitter was around, but it wasn't what it is now. And so we're so used to partly because of the way the Cowboys have handled things, but partly because of the way the Cowboys have handled things in the day and age that we live in, that we're, you know, hey, where's the information? Why don't we know about Amari, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Mike McCarthy is really changing that and, you know, altering the way that information is presented or leaks out or whatever you want to call it. And so I think that the Amari thing troubles us because we're so used to knowing and, you know, in, in a sense that heightens our senses. Um, but I'm, I'm not worried. I think we're just, we're just learning how to deal with these, these new situations. And so um, that's, that's it on the, the Mari Cooper front. But the other issue, uh, Mike McCarthy was also asked about, uh, you know, the Cowboys, probably two of their starting corners, uh, assuming, you know, nickel packages and things like that, whatever. Um, Chidobe Wuze and Jordan Lewis, draft mates in 2017, have obviously both been absent for some time. Jordan Lewis now missing um, almost his second full week. I say almost today's Thursday, whatever. Um, and uh, Mike McCarthy did say that, you know, they're hopeful about Cheeto, et cetera, but he noted um, that he doesn't think that they'll see Jordan Lewis this week. That would make two weeks that Jordan Lewis missed. And that could become an issue. Um, and I say could from the perspective of, you're the Dallas Cowboys, right? You have to decide on your 53-man roster on Saturday by 4 p.m. Eastern. Is Jordan Lewis on your 53-man roster going into next week? Week one against the Los Angeles Rams. Are you going to put him on injured reserve if this is a, a bigger deal? You know, we, we don't know the severity of this, right? I mean, I think that I'm not trying to create that panic, but I think that that is – if Jordan Lewis is dealing with something and he's been seen in a walking boot – I mentioned he was on Chidabe Wuze's Instagram story last week. I think they were at Topgolf. Um, if it's an injury that requires a walking boot, I'm not a doctor, 
but I would assume that it's going to, you know, take some time to heal, whatever is going on. And so if that some time is a couple of weeks, a month, whatever, is he a candidate for injured reserve at this point in time? Is that going to affect Trayvon Diggs? Is he going to play more his rookie season, et cetera? Is Reggie Robinson maybe going to be moved back to corner? There's a lot of questions that come with that. And obviously, these are things that I would imagine Mike McCarthy and his staff are figuring out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just... That's that's the status. It's, it's so interesting not really knowing everything that's going on. Um, the last thing, last thing for us to discuss, uh, Dak Prescott also met with the media on Wednesday, and a lot was said on Wednesday both by Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott about Kellen Moore. We've talked about this a lot of times about how keeping Kellen was a great decision. Obviously, the Cowboys had one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL last year. A big reason for that was obviously Kellen Moore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, so Dak was asked about the continuity because Mike McCarthy said that he was specifically going out of his way to make sure that Kellen Moore was running the offense. And Dak Prescott was asked about that. He said, that continuity has been huge, been important for me and not just me, but I'd say everybody within this offense, from some of the veteran offensive line guys to the receivers. And I had a talk early on with McCarthy, and it was just the importance of it being Kellen's show and the way that he does things. Majority of the quarterback you look in the league that have had a lot of success have stayed in the same system and so that was the big importance for him is to keep me and the rest of this offense in the same system and take what we've done over the past few years and grow on that we've had some success but we're just trying to take that to the next level and that's what he offers us and I think that's an interesting point um obviously uh you know you consider um that, you know, I think like an ideal example, and, and not that this is what Dak Prescott is, but, you know, you've got Tom Brady, Bill Belichick together forever, Sean Payton, uh, Drew Brees, for a long time, Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. Um, in, in a lot of instances, you have a lot of continuity there. And so it makes sense to keep Kellen Moore around if you can. And maybe that was led by Dak Prescott. Maybe that was led by Mike McCarthy. Maybe they both agreed there. But either way, it works out at the very least for 2020. Maybe Kellen Moore's a head coach next year. I mean, who knows uh, with his rapid ascension in the NFL. NFL world. It is, um, you know, these are interesting times. This, this is really, I think the next few days are going to be very interesting in terms of the information that comes out uh, with regards to the Dallas Cowboys, because uh, this is a time where information is valuable because they are setting their 53-man rosters. And they're obviously being extremely protective because they want to try to sneak guys onto their practice squad. Maybe they have their eyes on other players, other teams, and to put on their actual roster to try to get on their practice squad. Um, so, you know, they are really, they've, what is it? Uh, they've swallowed the, or they've locked it up and swallowed the key, whatever. Um, the Cowboys seem very, very, very intent on not tipping their hand. Is it tipping their hand or showing their hand? Either way, the Cowboys, they're keeping all, all things close to the vest, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are. But uh, we will have a new episode of Broadcasting the Boys available for you later on today. I'll be back, of course, tomorrow on the Ocho where I'll do my own 53-man roster projection. And then we'll have, of course, Girls Talking Boys tomorrow afternoon and then Cowboys Oi on Saturday with Mauricio Rodriguez as the Cowboys trim down to 50 players on their roster make sure you do subscribe to the blog of the boys podcast network we are available on all major podcast platforms we will give you two episodes every single day it is football season and we're going to have a lot of football and dallas cowboys things to talk about and we are so excited to talk about them with you i am on twitter and instagram at rj ochoa you can also shoot me an email rj.ochoa at sbnation.com if that is more your speed football's here and uh i'm excited to actually watch some games the Chiefs rings were beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm not a fan of multiple Lombardis on it, unless you're a dynasty, like the Dallas Cowboys are clearly going to be over the course of the next few years, right? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, do me a favor. Have the absolute best Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you 
deserve it. We will see you mañana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.